Tiari. And I'm Allie. Welcome to Mystery, Crime, and Wine. Where we talk about all things mystery, crime, all while drinking wine. Cheers. Welcome back, guys. Hi. It was a crazy month. Yeah, Um, I got COVID. (laughs) Allie got COVID. Me and my kids got bronchitis. And um, Reagan had to go to the hospital and stay the night. Um, because he's crazy and then um just this past week we had the stomach flu so the last like three to four weeks has been insane insane to say the least but we're back better than ever and we're in our podcast room yes i'm so excited it's 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 super strange to like be in here like directly across from one another with like our computers on the table it feels very i'm super excited and like maybe we could post pictures of it for like sure. Once we're, once we're done, because Allie's been tweaking stuff and doing, I mean, she's done everything. I have done nothing, so. There's going to be some ASMR, all of this chewing on a bone. I'm so sorry. It's fine. I mean, for children, regular children, I mean, we were going to have to record with my kids if you would have came to my house, so. True. You guys are just going to have to bear with us. It's fine. So, today's case, Allie doesn't even know what we're doing No, I'm today. so excited. So, today's case is. Ed Gein. Oh my god, fun. I love this. <laughs> so, um, um, very popular case, and most people know who he is. So, I don't think I need to go into detail about that. Um, we'll post, well, by we, I mean Allie, we'll post on the Instagram. Yeah. And then, I guess I could probably post, um, oh, I think I can get to the Instagram. For sure. If you logged in, you, yeah, it should be I logged in. Logged in. I think. I forget all the time. I have three Instagrams because I have my personal, Same. my business, and then the pod one. So. Same, it's fine. Um, but yeah, so we'll jump right into it. We're going to do... Um, Did Joan ever tell you the story about her meeting Ed Gein? If I'm thinking of the same person? Yes. Yeah. Wild. I believe... Because she's from Lacrosse, right? The, yeah. Or the Plains... Yeah, well, I mean, like, Plains super with Yeah. I was like, what is that? <laughs> so if you don't know guys we're from wisconsin we live in little old green bay yeah and <clears throat> ed gein is from lacrosse super wisconsin. super close um <clears throat> so we'll talk about his early years and then obviously a bunch of other things so i'm so excited early years he was born August 27th of 1906. Fun fact, my mom's birthday is August 27th. So she is also a Virgo. She's not a serial killer. Neither am I. She was not born in 1906. But he was born Edward Theodore Gein. It's always the serial killers that have two first names. That makes me so sad because I love two first names. Like two first, like their middle name is a... is a first could be a first name also yeah you know what i mean yeah and so yes he was born august 27th 1906 in lacrosse wisconsin um his parents were george and augusta gein i don't know if it's gein or gain i've heard so many different same and i don't know if that's because we're midwesterners and that's just how we pronounce it but i know like 
He was from the area. That's how it's pronounced. Right. I know other podcasts I had heard of him always say Gain, and I'm just like, it's Gain. I feel like it is Gain, like <clears throat> I would know. Um, so from now on, we'll call him, I'll either refer to him as Ed or um, by his last name. Um, just because there's a lot of, obviously he has a mother, father, brother that we'll talk about too. Um, so his dad was an alcoholic and his mother, so his mother ruled the house because his dad was just not there really. Mm-hmm. Like he drank a lot. Um, and when I say she ruled the home, it was under like very strict, um, crucial religious beliefs. Like he, she beat it into her kids that, um, all women were whores. Um, they were all promiscuous. There was no good women. Alcohol was a sin. So like she's married to an alcoholic, but a, and a woman. <laughs> That she like she's a literal woman, yeah. But That's spooky. Um. So yeah, um, yeah. Ruled by really really tight religious beliefs. Um. So in around nineteen fifteen, um, she moved the family to the now infamous Gein Farm in Plainsfield, Wisconsin. Um. <sighs> This still gives me the creeps, but so he rarely left the farm except for to literally go to school and that was it because his mom was so, so he had no friends. He had no social anything. Like he was just a very weird dude. <laughs> um, he had one older brother and his name was Henry. Um, it was said that he was a very shy child um, and that he was kind of strange and strange as in like his mannerisms would be like he'd be in class and he would just burst into fits of laughter because he'd be literally laughing at his own internal monologue. Internal monologue is um, you talk to yourself, but apparently only 25% of the population does that. But he would burst into fits of laughter as a child, which also I don't feel like for the time it was, it was probably really strange. Yeah, but like people are, you, everyone thinks they're funny and so... So, she is. Oh, <laughs> so this will kind of come back Such later um, in a diagnosis that he has um, and will make sense. So he spent most of his child in solitude. His mom was solely to blame for his um, and his brother's, excuse me, um, issues for the solitude she literally kept them from making friends like by punishing them like they could they literally could not have friends she made it that way so um augusta confined ed and henry to the farm and would literally read from the bible preaching at them that the world was evil that women all women were prostitutes all women were whores that people everyone in the world basically like this is all you have um, so in 1940 is around when their dad died. Um, it, I didn't really look up to see what he died from mm-hmm. or anything like that. Um, I don't think that it didn't really affect him or Henry. Well, yeah. And, um, so after that, after their dad passed away, um, to make money to help support their mom, because obviously women didn't really work a lot back then, or if they did, they 
helped their husbands, whatnot. Um, they just work odd jobs to get cash. Um, so yeah, so now this brings us to 1944. Henry and Ed were burning brush in their yard um, when the fire raged out of control. Um, I air quotes that because it's was those two there and Henry is dead. Oh, so convenient. So Henry was then later found dead. Um, and initially it was believed that it had been an accident from the fire because it raged out of control. It was, it's still not uncommon in Wisconsin to burn your brush, to burn your garbage, right. to do those kinds of things. Um, but yeah, so, um, they thought it was an accident from the fire, but it later was determined that Henry died from asphyxiation prior to the fire, meaning the he, fire didn't matter. he, yeah, he didn't inhale smoke and die, um, is literally what it comes down to. Um, and he also had like a bruise on his head, meaning he got clonked on the head and then probably was choked or smothered right um that's all it says was it was he was asphyxiated um police believed that his brother did it that ed Gein did it um but there was not sufficient enough evidence for them to prove that he did it unfortunately um, and how old was he i'm so sorry um in 1944 i don't even know well, what year was he born? He said 06? 06. And this was in 44? Uh-huh. So they were adults. Yeah, 30... that's a fucking full-grown man. I thought it was for some reason I was like a teenager. He was in his no 30s, right? Yeah. Late 30s. Almost 40, I would think. We can math it real quick. Ooh, ooh. I don't know why I thought... I, like, for some reason was like a young child. But that's a full-grown man. He was 38. <laughs> That is a full-grown man. Dude was literally f- about to be 40. Like, so close. He was closer to 40 than he was 30, so. Damn. Um, so, Sorry. yeah. Um, they had no, like, sufficient evidence to prove that he did it. Unfortunately, they then had to rule Henry's death an accident. But it was definitely not an accident, guys. For sure not. I definitely think Ed did that. Um... So, because of how he was raised, um, he had a very, very unhealthy attachment to his mother. And when I say very unhealthy, um, we'll get into that. Um, he never dated or left the farm. Like, he literally had never dated. His mom would have been such a good cult leader. Like, she really she took the wrong approach. Oh. If you think about it. Like, I mean, just for, like, her kids, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, if she would have fucking monopolized on that shit. Oh, for sure. Um, so in late 1945, she passed away. So it had only been about five years in between his dad passing and his mom passing. And then obviously a year before his, he killed his brother. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so she passed away. Um, and this is when people noticeably, uh, like when he noticeably um, and increasingly did odd and deranged things and became more odd and deranged um, he kept his mother's room in pristine shape. And when I say pristine, it literally looked like a museum. Um, everything was untouched. As if she... The way she left it is how the room looked. That's so spooky. Yeah. Um, the rest of the family home was in complete disarray. I mean, 
disgusting um we'll post pictures there's like if you you can also google just like if you google ed gein it'll literally show the like um crime scene pictures the fracking house is nasty how he lived in that oh that's this is when i had to like because i saw the pictures when i was uh researching it was so gross um ugh. It was just, it was so gross. Um, we'll link the Facebook and the Instagram in the show notes. By we, I mean Allie, because I don't know how to do that. <laughs> Come on. Um, so he did, and this is around the time he um, miraculously developed an interest in anatomy books. So during this time, you know, after his dad passed, he killed his brother and his mom had passed. Um, obviously, he had to do something to support himself. So ironically and oddly enough, he was a handyman, um, meaning he went to people's houses and he oddly enough was a fracking babysitter. Who? I want to know who. I need names, numbers, send me your email, something. Who let them, let that, let that man watch their kids willingly and paid him to watch their kids. Not a cold day in hell I'd let that man in my house. If I just looking at his picture, if I didn't know anything about him, if I just saw his picture, there's absolutely if think about it, you just go on care.com and you see that picture, absolutely not. Sir, ma'am, no, that is not cute oh. and gorgeous. <laughs> That's honestly frightening. So it was during this time after his mom passed that the behaviors, um, these behaviors obviously started being more prominent um and women mysteriously start to go missing um so now this brings us to the death of bernice warden um okay i have to mentally prepare myself for this because it's a lot and it's disgusting and he's disgusting he's a horrible human he was a horrible human being um if you didn't know he's dead as hell so you can google but you know most of the people we do talk about are generally dead or in prison so yeah. or yeah i don't know that's about it for sure not um, yeah she mentioned it yeah so in november of 1957 so we're talking about was that 10 years right i thought you went from now yes <laughs> <laughs> no, i was like <laughs> yeah, from when his mom passed. Yeah. Because she died in 45. Um, Bernice Warden was reported missing from her hardware store in Plainsfield. So, um, crazy enough, Bernice's son, Frank, was also the sheriff deputy. He went to the store where, you know, that she worked at, owned mm -hmm. or whatever, and discovered that the register was open, there was blood stains on the floor, <sighs> And so while interviewing locals, lo man, talk right, locals, he had found out that Gein was the last person in the store to fill up. So this is how you know this is like old school. You had to go to like the hardware store to fill up your gallon glass jug with antifreeze if you needed it. That's insane. So he went there to fill up his antifreeze. Um, bottle and sure enough the last sale that was made by Bernice Warden was a gallon of antifreeze um yeah 
So Gein was arrested at a neighbor's home. He was having dinner. People, again, people let him into their home. Like his neighbors invited him over for dinner. Can you imagine? <sighs> Let's just set the scene. You had, you have your friend over for dinner. Ooh. Your neighbor over for dinner. And the fucking cops burst in. And they're like, sorry, this man, he killed someone. He's got to go. Sorry, He's to a ruin, suspect for Sorry to ruin your casserole, Janet. <laughs> My fucking bee. So, yeah, he was eating dinner at a neighbor's house. Um, so they brought him in. And then they... Investigators, other investigators, other police were sent to the farm, Gein's farmhouse. Mm -hmm. And what they walked into was disgusting, shocking, and appalling. Uh, Trigger warning. There's a lot of nasty stuff. If you don't know a lot about Ed Gein, you're about to learn a lot. And what he did... I'm looking up pictures right now. And what he did to this woman and one other woman that we know of. Um... I'm, like, shaking because that's seriously, like, scary. I did not know. So, like, I knew who Ed Gein was and I knew, like, what... I feel like I I knew knew what I know. I knew, yeah, I knew some stuff. But the amount of things that were found in this home, I did not know. So, when they walked in, they literally walked in and Bernice's headless body was found hanging and gutted from the ceiling literally like an animal this man hung this woman up by her feet and gutted her like an animal um and beheaded her her head was in a burlap sack like nearby i'm seriously shaking oh my god and her heart was in a plastic sack near the stove was he gonna eat it yes i'm 95 percent sure so other things that were found in the home, and I'm just also trigger warning because this is, I'm going to. I'll trigger warn in the um, like yeah. hashtags and stuff, and then okay. I'll also like put it in the description box. Um, other things that were found were jars of organs, skulls that he used as soup bowls, kitchen utensils made out of bones. He's just a quirky gal. That's fucking disgusting. I'm not even done. This is not it. Um... Oh, okay, okay, okay. There were chairs upholstered in human skin. I knew that. Waste baskets made out of skin. He made a mask to go on his face of skin. Uh, a nipple belt. A pair of lips. Oh, that were used. So, like, you know, the f- string you use for your blinds. The little doohickeys that hang from... That's what he used... Uh, the lips for um to close the window shades a corset made of a female torso a lampshade of human faces and i'm just gonna blow up the rest of the list so i can just name it off and just yeah um could you imagine walking into that crime scene he had skulls on the bedpost um Female skulls, some of them with the tops sawn off. Uh, The legs of chairs made out of human leg skin. Um, 
nine. <clears throat> I'm laughing because it's, I don't know what else to do. Um, nine vulva in a shoebox. If you don't know what vulva are, um, the women's female genitalia. Four noses, um, fingernails. I mean, like, he had whole human remains also. Like, obviously, he had Bernice Warden's body in there. And I can't imagine because her son was the sheriff's deputy. And, um, yeah. Um, the police also found another body of a woman who went missing, like, a f three years earlier. Um, named um, Mary Hogan, who was equally as dismembered. Um, she had been missing for, like I said, three years, and he kept her body for that long. Oh, Allie's looking at the pictures. And now seeing how disgusting the house was, right? Do you see how nasty that house was? Listen, bitch, I just saw the lamp. Oh, that sent me, okay? I... Mm-mm. All right, so... Now we're back to um, the police station. He, so Ed Gein confessed to also digging up numerous corpses to cut up the body parts. Um, so this is also going to need a trigger warning. Um, he also practiced necrophilia, making masks and suits out of the skin to wear around his home. He literally um, is disgusting. Um, Gein told authorities during the interrogation that soon after his mom passed away, he had begun to start making a woman, a suit, like a woman suit of female skin so that he could become his mom. He was trying to become Augusta Gein. He is a sick, sick individual. Um, many other body parts from different women were found in his home. But ultimately, he was only brought up on two two counts of murder, that being of Bernice Warden and Mary Hogan. Um, so, yeah, he was not. Because he he essentially like started with before he started before he killed Mary Hogan, he started doing like digging up corpses and then he graduated and he he killed Mary Hogan and then he eventually killed Bernice Warden. So November, this brings us to the trial. Um, in November of November 21st, 1957, Edward Theodore Gein was arraigned on two counts of first degree murder. Um, Gein's lawyer entered into a not guilty plea by the reason of um, insanity. In January of 1958, he was found unfit to stand trial due to his mental capacity. Um, Honestly, I'm not that surprised. He was sent to a mental institution where he was later diagnosed with schizophrenia. So... You go back to the beginning where I was talking about how he would burst into fits of laughter of his internal monologue. Mm -hmm. Well, now that makes sense because it wasn't really internal monologue. It, it was... was other people talking to him, mm -hmm. essentially. Um, I mean, it, I don't really know. Um, I mean, I'm not surprised that he was, you know, that he could do the insanity plea because of no sane person is going to... Well. In, early, in the early part of 1968, he was determined fit to stand trial again, um, where he was I found guilty of Bernice Warden's death. But unfortunately, he was found insane at the time of her murder. So because of that, 
he was recommitted to the mental hospital, which was Central State Mental Hospital. Um, and that's where he basically served out the rest of his time. Um, until I get into the rest. So you're probably wondering what happened to the farm, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's no one. It was just literally just those four. Yeah, and then it was just him. And dead bodies. So the farm and probably with dozens and trillions of fucking rats in that house. Oh, can you imagine the roaches and the uh, Lord, please be with me. Can, like seriously, can you imagine the flies? No. The maggots. The smell. This. Oh, he probably smelled also. And you, someone let that, let that man watch his kids, their kids. And had him over for dinner. Ugh, did he shower? I need answers to these questions. Did this man shower before he went? He had to have. Like, did he change his clothes? He had to have. Or did he just go there in his filthy gray robin clothes? He couldn't have. I don't know. So, what happened to the farm? So, the farm was 195 acres. That's a, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it was appraised at $4,700 for then, um, that time, which equivalent in 2020, I know it's not, it's not 2020, but this is what the information I have was equal to $42,000. So, I mean, that's like a pretty decent amount of money. Um, the possessions in the home went up for auction in March of 1958. Who the fuck bought that shit? Please tell me, if you bought something from that house, you got to go. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. I, like, yeah, I can't think of anything that I would want from that house. You just, oh, did you want the nipple belt? <laughs> or the, the chair? F- the chair upholstered and... <laughs> so, on March 20th, the infamous farm ended up being destroyed in a fire. Arson was suspected, but never officially determined. Um, it was thought um, that um, the fire chief, uh, fire chief warden, which was um, Bernice Warden's son, didn't look into it much for obvious reasons, being that um, the second known victim was his mother, Bernice Warden. I wouldn't look into it either if this nope. man brutally brutalized my mother and then shrung her up like an animal i'd be like that's a damn shame that fucking house burnt down wonder how yep his car that he used for all this that he used to haul corpses and to um abduct the two victims went up for auction at 760 dollars for that time um to a carnival sideshow operator named bunny gibbons um who charged sir why do you want that who charged people admission to see this car 25 cents. What a genius. Honestly, though, like if what that were now, tell me you wouldn't fu- want no, to I go and go. see that car. I would. Oh my God. Right now. I'd be like, you know what? <laughs> we're going on a field trip. So, um, when he was informed of the house fire and all of his things being auctioned off, he shrugged and said, just as well. He could Jeez, not get gotta go somewhere. <laughs> What what was he going to do with it? Right. He ain't getting out of where he's at. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's literally got to be in there until he kicked the bucket. Which, right. in 1974, his health started failing. He was diagnosed with secondary lung cancer. That's karma for killing his freaking brother. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, killing... Everybody else. Uh, the Bernice Wharton and Mary Hogan. Um, so, he was diagnosed with secondary lung cancer. 
And then he was transferred to a different facility that could kind of, like, I guess, do treatment for Mm it. Um, Mendota Mental Health Facility. Um, He later succumbed to his illness and died on July 26th of 1984. Um, Burn in hell by, is what I say. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, that is the disgusting... I'd say quick version of Ed Gein. I, yeah, he was known as the Plainsfield Butcher. Um, and the what else? He was known as the Plainsfield Butcher. Oh, and the Plainsfield Ghoul. I mean, Ed Gein is fucking disgusting. That's like, insane. Um, yeah, and his I. So, a lot of these, a lot of serial killers, you can go back and forth. Is it nature? Is it nurture? Is it both? I um, think it's both It was this, no, in this case, I think it was a lot of nurture. He yeah, had 100%. an unruly mother. She basically made him into the monster he was. Yeah, if you think right. about it. Like, I'm sure there's more information. You could go dabble back inside of it. Of I, I didn't see if he, I didn't know. I don't know. He could have had some sort of head trauma as a child. I don't. I don't know. I didn't really. This was a lot for me. I didn't know that makes sense. But head trauma tends to be a big thing in serial killers, which not all serial killers have head trauma, mm-hmm. but that seems to be like a big like. Yeah, his mom really dealt him a shitty fucking hand, and well, and my thing is, if his brother would have lived. Yeah. I wonder if he would have been, or if they would have, they would have been a team. Oh, my God. Because it's not like they were raised by the same person. Yeah. So it's not like, I mean, but also, like, you can say that about anybody, and that's, I you think, can say that about a brother and sister, and they're raised by the same person, but one is right. not good and one is, I think, so. I wonder if he killed his brother because, like... They were disagreeing about something. I think he killed his brother because he wanted his mom to himself. Probably. Because he had that, such that unhealthy obsession with his mom. Because, and I think the unhealthy obsession with his mom stems from what his mom fed into him and ingrained into him of women are Mm -hmm. these foul creatures that walk the earth. And it's like, you're literally a woman spewing this into this man's brain, this, well, this child's brain. Mm -hmm. Now, young adult, and I don't know. But that is the... That's bonkers. That was... I am really glad that that, that was fun. Like, that, that. Not, you know, like, oh, that was so much fun. Can't do it again. Right. But, like, that <laughs> was, like, I liked, you know, I didn't know all of that. Oh, uh, and uh, I just want to throw out there what is really kind of blows my mind. So, obviously, he's he was buried by his family, but I want to put out there, and he's in an unmarked grave, but it's only like 50 or 60 yards away from um, one of his victims, Bernice Warden. Um, Who allowed that? I don't think that's okay. No. So now her children, her grandchildren, whoever wants to go and visit her, literally are having to walk by mm-hmm. this person who killed her. Right. There's a documentary on, you know, I'm going to look it up really quick because I started watching it, but it got real scary and I was real scared because it was nighttime and I was home alone with the children 
and I can do it. Listen, me at like any true crime documentary, I don't know why. It's called, okay, so it's on. So if you guys don't have Discovery Plus, please go and get it. It is $6.99 if you do without ads. If you do with ads, it's only like $4.99. But pay the $7, okay? Pay I have $7. it without ads, and it's like, I enjoy it. Pay without, or do, do the $7 one, because honestly, it has so many different, like, if you're a true, true crime, true, true crime junkie like we are, it has a lot of, the there's a like a lot of different shows on it. Um, this one I found is called Ed Gein, The Real Psycho. And this guy is kind of like a ghost hunter dude. And he goes to where the Gein farm was with a um, psychic. And this psychic has no idea who this person is. Like he did, she did not know anything about Ed Gein or his doings. Damn. So it's it was an interesting watch, but I got scared, so I had to shut it off. So I didn't finish watching it. So I'll probably have to watch it in the daytime. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, but we could live react to it. Oh yes, because I kind of was and wasn't paying attention, so mm-hmm. I saw bits and pieces. I just wanted to watch something about him yeah. while I was researching him. Um, but yeah, that's that's insane. That's that. Um. I hope you guys enjoy this. Um, I guess I had. Ooh. Oof. Yeah, I'm glad this is over though. Yeah, chills. Um, that was not. Uh, he's insane. That's bonkers. My next one, my next two, I think will be interesting. I'm working on one and it's going to take me a minute, but I'm so excited about it. Um, but, so, we're gonna record another one right away, so, um, it won't be six years of a week. We're gonna try and, we are really gonna try and be better about it. I know, we're... Like, (laughs) I feel like we just get kicked down every time we, like, either you got sick or we got, like, me and my whole household got sick, so I'm hoping we can kind of get on a... A better schedule? Yeah. Yeah, um, Same. Even if it, well, racing season's about to start for Joe, so training season's going to come up. So I'm kind of hoping um, we'll be able to figure something out. It'll be all right. We'll work it out. But we'll see you guys in the next episode, which will, for us, be right now. But <laughs> for you guys, it'll probably be in a week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.